Hello, welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in the theme parks. Today, I have a YouTuber. You probably know her, but she does amazing content on YouTube and talking about theme parks and hotels and anything fandoms, honestly. But today we have Meg. Hi, Meg. How are you today? I am doing great, Morgan. How are you doing? I am so good. We were just chatting before, and I, I feel like we could just keep chatting and I'm like wait we got to record this episode (laughs) oh my gosh I'm so excited to have you on um you want to tell about your YouTube channel real quick and let the people know more about you yeah so my YouTube channel is Magical Meg I have been doing YouTube since about 2015 and just in 2022 so about we're going on like a year and a half ago I moved down here to Orlando so my content has recently transitioned from Disney vacation content to now getting to live here full time and experience the parks as a local. And in addition to that, I love to travel and get to experience other, like you said, other hotels, other um, travel destinations. And for me, I love getting to capture the moment and really getting to experience, especially the trips I take with my family, with friends. And you always have that to look back on. Like I look at trips that I filmed um, three, four years ago, and you know, I'm able to remember certain moments or things that people yeah. said. And it's, you know, just a special, it feels like a time capsule of my life in a way. And I love getting to then bring the content as well to an audience that enjoys the same type of things that I do. Like we were talking once again, before we started recording about how great the Disney community is and how we all get mm-hmm. to kind of bond over a mutual love. Like me and you literally we just met a few minutes ago in this recording few, and we're like, yes. oh, we can talk <laughs> for an entire evening just because we have so much in common. We love all these same, same things. Absolutely. And honestly, too, on that note, I feel like you and I as well could talk to a biker gang, middle aged, tatted up, scary looking guy. But if he liked Disney, we people like you and me would just instantly connect with them. Right. Be like, oh, you like Disney? What is the reasoning? What is this? Like, we got in. That's it. <laughs> yes. We <laughs> would have breaker. no, exactly. We would have no other like a common interest but except if it's Disney like we'll become instant best friends so I I am right there with you and also you guys her content is phenomenal it is not your usual blogger vlogger that everybody does you do such a good job storytelling and from someone who literally is making a podcast based off of people's moments you do such a good job of talking to the camera showing it showing details and I am very impressed with your work and you guys please go follow her her links will be in the um, show notes below so good job oh I appreciate that that really means a lot to me thank you of course of course so and again you don't just do Disney you do other things as well yes yeah basically my uh, YouTube channel has been a collection of my life so I'll share also some home vlogs personal content, which is something I kind of actually want to expand more of this year. But um, in addition to that, really, it's like a travel vlog as well. Any trip that I take, I will record. So I've done everything from cruises over the years to um, random trips to Williamsburg, Virginia, like a very obscure places. But mostly my life is Disney because I am like a Disney girl through and through. So that's the majority of what I enjoy. So that's why I'd say my channel right now is like probably 
85% Disney and just a little fraction of other things as well. Yes, that I can just similar proportions with uh, my podcast. A lot of the magical moments naturally happen at Disney and I would love to do more Universal. So if you guys got a Universal story, SeaWorld, Knott's Berry Farm, Legoland even. I've heard great things about Legoland. I have not personally been. Have you been to Legoland? I have not. And that's another thing that it's so crazy. Like when I moved here, I've been here now a year and a half. And I have this list of just everything that I've always been like, oh, well, once I'm there, like, and not just on a one-week trip, I'll have time to go do all these other things. And like, still, (laughs) I feel like I just mostly go to Disney and I haven't checked off these other things. So that needs to become a priority here soon. Okay. So when I come down and visit, you and me will go to Legoland. (laughs) I want to see you go to Gatorland as well in Florida because, you know, if you're a Floridian, you got to hit up Gatorland. I have not yet done that either. So you got to go to Gatorland. We'll have to plan this day. Well, Legoland, Gatorland, all the lands. All the lands. All the lands. lands. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, that's amazing. But yes. but, um, But before we get to know you more, what is a little teaser of your most magical moment today? Ooh, okay. So I had to really do a lot of thinking on this because while it seems like a simple question, there's actually so many avenues like I could go with it. Like I have nostalgic childhood memories at Disney, how I grew to love it. But the magical moment that I picked out for today actually has something to do with um, making life changes. I'm going to, I'll leave it at that. Ooh, <laughs> I'm <suspense>. curious. <laughs> and I will say majority of my episodes, especially recently, I don't know the magical moment. So I am just following along with you guys. So I'm, I'm very intrigued. You got me on the, on the hook for sure. But what I'll do is um, to get to know you a bit more. I'll ask you some of my favorite questions. But the first question I ask every single guest is, why do you love theme parks? Ooh, okay. So for me, it probably stems back from I was like raised Disney. Like that's the joke that I always tell people is like my family, my parents honeymooned at Walt Disney World. Like I came <gasps> I from like, really? Oh, yes. That's and nine awesome. months later I was born. Oh, there you go. So yes. But yes, yes so my parents too. <laughs> yes, yes. That's adorable. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, both of my parents grew up going to Disney they honeymooned at Disney. They went on many trips over the years as a couple. And then, yeah, when I came along, it was basically, they took me for the first time when I was in kindergarten. So I was about five, six years old. And I just instantly, that was it. And even like before going, I always tell people we would watch, um, back then there was no like Disney vlogs. There wasn't any YouTube, but it was like the old school, um, planning DVDs that you would send away for. Yes. Yes. Or, but even further, I don't know how old you are, Megan, but the, even the VHSs, I but then it turned into the DVDs (laughs) and it was like a beloved, it wasn't even a movie, but it was still like, I want to pop this in and pretend I'm there. And it was so exciting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can definitely relate. Yes. So that was like a thing in our house is we would watch them. And it's so funny because now like I, while I'm a Disney creator, I also, I love to support other Disney creators as well. Um, Because everyone told me they're like, oh, once you move to Disney, like you won't watch as much Disney content. But like, I still do. Like it's my entire life. If you look around my house, it's all Disney-fied and everything. So those that aren't watching the video, she's got the coveted figment popcorn bucket behind her, some (laughs) Disney art. Is that the Tower of Terror? That's the Tower of Terror. Yes. Okay. And And some Zooms or Zoom Zooms. Is that what they were called? Yes. Zoom Zooms. I think. Zoom Zooms. Yes. But they're back there as well. (laughs) I feel like those were like the old school munchlings. Like munchlings are the thing now. And then before that, it was the wishable 
wishables. I mean, wishables are still present, but I feel yeah. like they come out with a mystery little cute something and they change the style every couple of years. Exactly. Just to and keep taking our money. Right. That's why I have yet to, I've resisted. I think I have one wishable, but I've resisted all of the munchlings so far. That's why I'm like, I have these, I have to stop there. Yes. I have my little Tsum Tsums back there, but got to call it quits at some point or else all my money would just go out the window. <laughs> Same. It is, it is a self-control thing. Um, tell me if you, I know we're getting a little off topic, but that's fine. Um, tell me if you run into this, like your friends that aren't in the theme park community or the Disney community, they see your stuff and they go, wow, you have a lot of stuff. But then I think in my head, when someone tells me that I'm like, do you know all the stuff I could have gotten that I self-controlled <laughs> so and didn't, didn't buy? Exactly. Yes. That's, <laughs> I definitely have that experience. <laughs> Yes, yes. And like all the people with like amazing lounge flies, like I have a friend that has like a whole wall of them. And I'm like, can I just like, instead of rent the runway, can I rent the lounge fly can from you? Lounge- there you go. <laughs> Honestly, that could be a business. Be like, I have this uh, Haunted Mansion premiere. I need a Haunted Mansion backpack. Ooh, yes. There you go. Side hustle right there. Listen, okay. So uh, Magically Meg and I are going to start a side hustle. We're just going to buy all the lounge flies. You guys can rent them you out. Rent for- them. Yes. <laughs> send away for whatever you need listen i think this could be very lucrative i think so (laughs) anyway guys stay tuned for that but i i definitely feel i I, do you try to limit yourself to some things like for me sleeping beauty is my favorite so when i get things it has to be sleeping beauty unless it's incredible like i you know i i try to stay like there for example there's a bunch of sleeping beauty lounge flies but i have a select two or three that i just love and i just made sure i really liked them before i bought them and then that kind of thing do you have something like that that is me as well like i definitely would say i am very good i would say with self-control when i go to actually buy something i try to wait until it comes to the outlet that's my big thing i'll wait until it comes to the outlet but also in addition to that i'm very selective in what i do get so like i will go back and forth on a lot of things and then when i do make my decision i actually have vlogs of this on my channel like when i pick out the lounge flies or anything if it's one that has pattern to it Uh i will literally go around property to like several different stores that sell that item and make sure that it's the one that I want because with the pattern oh, ones yes, they're all yes. different how they come together it's not you don't have that with the character lounge flies or things like that but yes. the ones that have any type of print that there's multiple hidden items or anything on it I want to mm-hmm. make sure that like oh I want this Minnie Mouse right on the front here I want to make sure I get a full one that her head's not chopped off weird or yes. anything so I am very selective I would say I can like bring it in and then I do have my specific characters as well like my big thing is figment I was gonna figment say maybe. and orange bird I love anything that's figment or orange bird I'm like a big like parks girl when it comes to characters yes an orange bird is so cute and adorable and figment's a classic okay bringing up figment did you do you have faint memories um of the original journey to I was about to say journey to seven of the earth that is a Tokyo Disneyland ride journey to uh, journey into your imagination ride do you remember that I do not so on my very first trip um to Disney I was in kindergarten and so this was I believe 2003 2004 somewhere around there and they had just done the switchover to the Ooh. current rendition. Oh. And much to my parents that, yeah, you know, I come from a Disney loving family. So like mm. they were distraught. Like I remember they always now bring up that it wasn't what it used to be. Yes. But me just as like 
you know, it was my first time. Like yes. I went into it with like a childlike imagination. Like I just, like, I this is great regardless. Like, exactly. I loved it. I didn't know anything better to compare it to, but mm-hmm. I will say I've now watched the YouTube videos, like all those POVs that are out there and it was better. It definitely was yes. better. So <laughs> it'd be pretty easy to bring that back because so many people, everyone that I talk to that has experienced that first rendition has the same opinion. They're like, why did they change it? Like bring it back. Yes. It was so good. Just, just, just don't touch it. Touch other things that need to be fixed. Exactly. Yes, but not that. <laughs> yes, I, I will say I have a very faint memory because I'm very similar in age with you where it, it, I need to watch YouTube videos essentially <laughs> to fully right. remember to it. remember. Yes. Um, but okay, my next question is, and it's always a tough one, but it's one of my favorites, but not necessarily your favorite Disney character, but what character do you most identify with that you are the most similar to? personality wise Ooh, okay that's a good one um definitely ariel um the little mermaid that has always been and i feel like she is my favorite as well but she's and probably she is because i feel like i can identify with her and her backstory um so i grew up in southeastern pennsylvania and all my life i never really felt like i belong there like i definitely i love my family i had you know my close Mm -hmm. friends but the actual location itself, like I just, I knew that there was nothing for me there. Like I couldn't have a life. I couldn't have the life that I dreamed of there. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a really big thing for me was to want to move here and fulfill my dream of living in Orlando. Be part of the world. I'm I'm, I'm not not a singer, but part of the Disney world. (laughs) Yes. That's literally, I've made that joke before. Like I want to be part of the Disney world. That is, yes. The big reason why Ariel, um, I think, resonates so much with me. And I love that she also, she had the dream of, like, she wanted to be part of the human world, but she kind of also stepped out and, like, made it a reality. And that's something else I really resonate with. I feel like she, like, as a princess is definitely, like, the dreamer princess. And that she, like, goes out for what she wants. Like, she's very driven and determined. And, yeah, I feel like I can resonate with that. So Ariel's, Ariel's my girl. And that's the other thing with merchandise, too. I'll let myself get merchandise if it's anything Little Mermaid that's probably because she's special to me so I'm like okay I can get the aerial stuff and um you in this process of you being part of the Disney world you didn't have to lose your voice you actually emphasized your voice with your YouTube channel so that all worked out wonderful there you go (laughs) and my my follow-up question is have you seen the new live action Little Mermaid what are your thoughts I have seen it and I loved it I was so excited for this movie ever since they announced it. I feel like it was yes. years ago now, like at a D23 Honestly. or something. Before COVID. Like we, yeah, we knew something was coming and like I had been so excited and like so anxious for this movie because I was just as such a big fan, like I wanted it to live up mm. to what I had in my mind. And yeah. I watched it like the first weekend that it came out in theaters and I loved it. Like it was yes. so good. Halle Berry, her voice is incredible. <sighs> like it just gives you chills. Yes. Like when she's on the screen just like living her life it's amazing yes. and I I see why they picked her she yeah she's so talented and she's gorgeous oh my goodness she's stunning I just oh uh, but yes yeah, so so with your love of Ariel and the Little Mermaid and now all of the new little live action Little Mermaid stuff you probably had to self-control a lot it's exactly. been a challenging time for you in the last recent months and when yeah. it comes to merchandise <laughs> And treats too. It was like as soon as the movie came out, it was Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios all released like special 
treats and milkshakes mm. and all this stuff. And it, just my aerial heart was so happy. There was just yes. a million Little Mermaid things everywhere. Have you met the new live action Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios yet? I have not yet. That is on my <gasps> list. I wanted to so bad the first day that it premiered and I went there and she was only meeting until it was like six or seven and I got there like right around then and I oh, didn't no. get to go in and see her so I and I bet she happen. had a crazy long wait too because she's brand new she's so popular she's so inspiring exactly. to a bunch of little girls so I bet that was tough but I can't wait to see the vlog when you do meet her yes. <laughs> okay I okay I have one question about that movie and then I'll move on to my next question Ooh, but okay. what are your thoughts on the scuttle? song with Sebastian because I'm not gonna lie I loved it I thought it it was hilarious I like um Aquafina I think she's hilarious as an actress and so it it was just very humorous to me I quite enjoyed it I know a lot of people (laughs) didn't so what are your thoughts I am very I'm on the fence about it it was funny because like I watched it I've seen the movie actually twice so far in theaters you're wondering how oh, crazy obsessed perfect. I am with it. I love I it. The first opening weekend, and then I went um, with a friend not too long ago to go see it. <laughs> and seeing it the second time through, it was actually funny because, like, I picked up on different things that I wasn't uh-huh. so much paying attention to the first time. Mm-hmm. And my friend that I was actually with that time actually said to me, "What's the deal with this scuttlebutt song?" Because, like, every <laughs> time I get on social media, everyone's talking about this scuttlebutt song. And yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, Aquafina, like Scuttle, whatever. And my friend was like, well, is it like horrible? Because that's what the internet is saying, basically. Yeah. It's horrible. And I kind of had the same opinion. I was like, I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I'm not having this scarring yeah. moment in my mind that it was some yeah. traumatic thing to sit through. And then even my friend said to me afterwards, like, oh, yeah, that was actually really catchy. That was cute. Yes. And and it fits the character perfectly. And I it's the whole for those that haven't seen it, it's the whole a whole song dedicated to Scuttle trying to get this important message out. Am I right? Am I not remembering it right? Yes, he's like okay. this is the moment and this isn't really so much a spoiler to the movie because the movie right. literally follows the classic Little Mermaid yes. storyline. Yes. But it's yeah. the moment when um Vanessa comes, which is Ursula disguised as, you know, the girl that actually gets engaged to Prince Eric. Yes, Vanessa, 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 yeah. Yes. Ursula's disguised as Vanessa. Yes, Ursula's yes, yes. disguised as Vanessa. And so it's, they find out that Prince Eric's going to propose and like that whole bit and they're realizing that, oh wait, it's to this mystery girl, it's not to Ariel and like, oh no, what are we going to do? So like they condense all of that storyline down into this song of him like reporting the scuttlebutt is basically like the breaking news. Like here's the gossip. Yes. I, got, I got the this is what it is. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad that you thought it was catchy too. I think yes. the internet it, it isn't no uh peaches from the um the Bowser not Bowser singing peaches from the, the Mario movie Mario. where that is very catchy. We'll get stuck in your head, but the scuttlebutt I thought it was perfect it's for yeah. the character. Now if Ariel sang it or another character did, that would be weird. But for Scuttle and his scatterbrained head it worked perfect. So, yes. <laughs> okay. The other song that I love, yes. one more Little Mermaid thing. No, is, absolutely. Um, actually, Prince Eric's song. That was a moment that I was just like, stop. Like, this is now my new favorite. Like, you know, yes. part of your world happens and you think like nothing can top that. And then that song happened. And I've just like, it's been right. on repeat in my head ever since then. I remember thinking a very similar thing when I saw it. I'm like, okay, like at first I was like 
little hesitant about like, oh, the you're you're feeling emotions. You have to bust out in a song, and I thought it was gonna be a corny, and it was so beautiful, and it was it's so, so be- well done. Like you can listen to it. Like some songs and musicals, you have to see it in the context. I think of. Right. the movie and then some can stand on their own that you can just listen to and that is definitely one that it can do both like you can just listen absolutely. to it as a beautifully crafted song I love it absolutely and that actually reminds me of the song that they added for the live action Beauty and the Beast um it's Evermore that the Evermore. Beast sings yes. that, that song like puts me to tears because it's so heartfelt and emotional so I like these princes getting their own songs you know it's not all the princesses singing like and they got good voices too so they're doing some good okay back to our question (laughs) i loved it i love it and you guys who aren't watching the video meg has beautiful red it's not red auburn how would you describe Um, i would say like strawberry blonde red more so yeah red basically she looks like a princess okay guys again follow her youtube channel the links will be in the bio for the show notes all right so my next question is so someone who's been going for a very long time if you could go on any retired disney ride whether you've already been on it or not what ride would it be and why i've had this song well i also i'm a fan of just the magic podcast and i've been listening and i have heard this question and every time i hear it there's only one attraction that pops in my mind great movie ride it's like hands down Uh, that is my yes be all to end all if I could go back in time that was actually my dream job with Disney was I so (gasps) desperately wanted to be a great movie ride host um I actually very the first time I ever got a green screen um with YouTube I had so this was like oh my gosh the year that that ride went away I think it was 2015 somewhere in there 2014 somewhere around there yeah around the time I was very new on YouTube and I got a green screen and I actually I think I've taken it down off YouTube because now I just look at it and it's so cringy but I like green screen behind me the entire ride and like did my rendition maybe I'll break that out at some time but yes I like learned the whole script and that was like my ode to the attraction going away that is a talent that that ride oh my gosh okay that is a talent that isn't just some you know everybody knows the haunted mansion ride spiel and it is very rude if you say it during the ride because there are other people that have not experienced it they don't want to hear your voice they want to hear the actual ghost host just as a disclaimer but that is very impressive that you knew the whole spiel like I need you to post that video, but you can do it in like a, you should do it in like a Patreon format. Like you have to be a subscriber. You got to you get for the good, good, the cringy content. The, cr- this is what you you want the cringy content. Yeah. Then yes. that. you know, if you do that, I will do, um, have you been to California? Disneyland. Okay. I love Disneyland. I'm okay. hoping to get back there this year. Hopefully we'll yes. see. Oh, it's so good. They, actually the day we're recording, it's actually Disneyland's 68th birthday today. So yes. happy birthday, Disneyland. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because I used to annoy an ex partner and do the whole ro- rockets portion in mission breakout. Like Hey, I'm there. I, I I would need a refresher, but I used to say the whole little spiel like one of the guardians of the galaxy, the smart one, and then do the whole thing with all of the voice inflections and like <laughs> listen up. Da, 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 da. That's so <laughs> so if you you should redo that. We should do like a, a a special live or something like a Patreon and to fundraiser for something, and we could Very- just do all of our rice <laughs> spiels. 
that would be so fun. We could do what was it was always either the um, western scene or like the gangster <gasps> mobster scene. Ooh. So like we can have different characters. We'll have to recruit Ooh. some other. <laughs> that could be creators. really fun. Like, yeah, this would be really fun. Okay, we're just coming up. I always come up with great ideas for other people's shows. <laughs> And I gotta start taking notes. We've like so far on Earth, like two really good or possibly yes. three great ideas so far. Plus tonight. a small shop, like it's gonna be. Oh great. yeah, we have a business, a whole side venture. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back on track. I love this. We're having so much fun. Oh my gosh. All right. My very last question is. Which ride would you be absolutely devastated? And this could be universal. This could be um, any parks in your hometown um, of Pennsylvania. What ride would you be absolutely devastated if it got demolished during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable, though. Okay. This is another one I already knew my answer for this one from listening to your show. Living with the Land in Epcot. That is, like, my ride. Like, so many people um, comment. I always love – I have people always send me on – Instagram and everything, just random funny um, videos of living with the land or basically anything living with the the land related. Like everybody knows that is like my attraction. I just love that ride so much. It's one of those things that the way people love the people mover in Magic Kingdom. Yes. I always say Epcot has their own people mover in the sense that living with the land is like the people mover of Epcot. It's that nice little relaxing sit down. And I also love like horticulture and flowers and Mm -hmm. you know gardening and everything like that so just literally every aspect of it is something that I love so that is something like it's not an Epcot trip for me unless I ride living with the land so that is one and I I feel like because it usually doesn't have a long wait time and it's kind of an older attraction like I my heart always is in a little bit of fear of like I hope they don't do anything because I will petition to keep that around I feel like living with the land has such a cult following that yeah. if they were even a rumor that they were going to get rid of that, there would be an uproar. There would oh, be yeah. a lot of people tying themselves to every single plant on living with the land. Like you are not taking this away. You are not taking this down. No. And I I appreciate living with the land. I am not um, as big of a – I'm not part of the cults, sadly. I, but I do, I, I, but what exactly, like, I know you said you liked all the parts, but what about it? Just like, you have to do it. I'm just, I want to, I want to get inside your brain. For me, it's, it's the iconic um, piece of it that it's like the smell. There's like that classic, you know how like everyone loves the Disney water smell? Yes. In yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. You Pirates. smell that as well. The first scene when you take off on living with the land in like yes. the rainforest scene. You can yes. smell that Disney water smell and then it goes from there into like the fresh, wonderful greenhouse smell. And it's just like a nice, it's longer than 10 minutes. I feel like I should time it, but I think it's like a good like 15 minute long attraction. Mm-hmm. So it's just like one of those, if you've been walking around World Showcase all day yes. and you then just need like a little decompress moment, you know, like before you head out of the park, it's just like a nice like break peaceful. in the day. I feel like it's a peaceful like- little Zen, like you just get to look at pretty things. And I love in recent years, they've started doing all of the overlays to it. Yes! With, like, the Christmas overlay. Oh, my gosh. I wish they would, like – I know that you can't, obviously, keep it Christmas because then it wouldn't be wouldn't be special. special. But yes. <laughs> just like all their festivals. There's constantly a festival in Epcot. Like, are they yeah. even – they just blend into the next one. There's never no downtime, I feel like. Right. <laughs> um, it's so true. But with living with the land, the way that – the Christmas overlay has all the lights and everything. Like if they could just have some way of like, I don't know, keeping some type of twinkle lights up year round, I would love that. 
Um, and then right now, well, Flower and Garden Festival just ended, but during Flower and Garden Festival, they had like a couple extra little nods to gardening and just different like summertime setups and things and then during the fall they'll do more with pumpkins and everything so it goes through all the seasons and yeah I love it so I feel like there's always something different changing with it and yeah it's just it's my to me it's for the same reason people love the people mover it's like that's why I love living with the land so absolutely I will be devastated if they ever try to get rid of it (laughs) yes oh my gosh well Disney if you're listening do not touch it if you want to keep your lives (laughs) there will be a lot of people (laughs) oh my gosh well Megan thank you so much for answering all of those questions I truly appreciate it but now I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moment Yes. Okay. So with this, like I said, I had kind of a hard time like honing in on like one exact magical moment. Um, I can think of a lot from childhood when I came to Disney for the first time I was in kindergarten and I can still remember, like I already knew a lot of things that were in the park because my parents raised me on those VHS and DVD planning videos and everything. And also, so this was um, it's actually an appropriate story because the new Haunted Mansion movie is getting ready to come out um, yes. here in 2023. But back in, it was either 2003 or 2004, they had the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie had like just come out. Yes. And that was like almost coinciding with my very first Disney trip. And Ooh. I remember I had just watched that movie and then that was like the thing on my mind. Like I thought it was so cool. Like I understood that it was based off of a ride ride. this (gasps) wonderful place that I haven't been yet at Disney World and so that was the first thing that I wanted to do like I can actually vividly remember being like a little five or six year old like on Main Street and my parents turned to me and were like what do you want to ride first because I like the scariest one (laughs) and that's something that's so funny it's usually the one a lot of kids are afraid of but yeah I was just Mm -hmm. like sign me up like I want to experience Haunted Mansion and yes I can remember going on that and it's also funny I also for some reason thought that there was going to be like an animatronic of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, I kind of thought that everyone who was like in that movie was like going to be in the ride. Yes. Like you were trying to find a familiar. F- yes. Right. It's almost like what they did to Pirates of the Caribbean, but those were successful movies. Unfortunately, <laughs> so not like the, they brought Johnny Depp unlike Haunted Mansion where Eddie Murphy, I feel like if it was successful and like had a franchise like Pirates of the Caribbean, I don't doubt they wouldn't have put Eddie Murphy in there yeah. if he gave his rights, but that would be really, now I'm like imagining that happening. That would be hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, continue. So yeah, I have a lot of moments like that. Um, just that that was the trip where I think I got the bug. Like I already was being raised on Disney in the sense that uh, from the earliest time I can remember, it was like my parents showing me Disney DVDs and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew that there was this magical place that existed somewhere out there in the world. And like, I was going to get to go there one day. And that was just so exciting for me. So that initial first trip, like I have little flashback moments that will come Mm -hmm. back to me of like watching the fireworks for the first time or Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Um, One that I was actually talking about recently was 
in the hotel room. And I believe they still do this, that the Disney um, housekeeping and they call it, you know, mousekeeping will actually like set up your things in like a cute little magical way. Like if you leave stuff out, they'll then create like a little scene. So for me, I'm, you know, in kindergarten and I was obsessed with my Barbie dolls. So I had like, it was a big deal. I remember too, getting to like select which Barbie dolls came on vacation. Who's, so who's making the cut to go on the trip? Like who's, who's, who's been misbehaving, get the whole lineup, make some cuts. Let's go. <laughs> you were special. If you were selected, yes, it's literally can't bring them up. in um, toy story where Andy's like yep. picking with who's going to be the yep. toy that gets to come along on whatever they were leaving for a vacation. It may have actually been that they were going on vacation. A summer, ca- summer camp. Yes. There was something was. that he got to select and, who he was going to go with. But um, I remember, I think I had like four Barbie dolls and then like a stuffed animal or two. And mm. our very first day there, coming back to the room late at night and the maid had actually set up like all of my toys were like sitting like on the bed and the stuffed animal was like looking at the Barbie dolls and it looked like they were in like a little scene, like they were having a picnic together or something. And there's oh. actually this iconic photo that is in a family photo album somewhere of me just like, standing in front of them and I just have like this shocked face and I was just so beyond excited and to me that was literally Disney magic like in my mind Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was some housekeeper that came in and she made a magical moment like I literally thought we're in Disney World this is like Santa Claus type magic right here that this just magically happened and so I have a bunch of little moments like that from that first trip that um really that was like the initial suck in of I, I, this is going to be my life now. <laughs> like I'm now yes. like, signed, sealed, delivered. Yes. I yes, am a part of this. <laughs> Weird. This is my personality now. I love that TikTok trend. It's like, yes. yep, this is going to be my personality now. <laughs> That's my life. This is it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, so I have yet yeah, a couple little moments like that are for, yes. I'd almost categorize as like nostalgic memories, but a recent one um, for me, so as I've kind of mentioned throughout our talk here, like I always knew from a very early on age, and I feel like that childhood trip definitely aided in this, that I knew I want to do something like in the realm of Disney World. Like I think I actually came back from my trip in kindergarten and told my parents, I want to own Disney World one day. And like, that's, you know, never going to happen. Not be a president, <laughs> not be an astronaut. I want to own Disney Disney like I want you know I actually love that it's not a I want to be a princess because I know I have definitely said that it's not a I want to be an Imagineer I want I want to own Disney World I think that's going to be the title of this episode that is amazing I love that (laughs) you're like I have big ambitions I have big ambitions I'm going to own all of this one day so I guess in my mind I didn't know yet like what you know, that was going to look like. But then as I got older, it was like every like career day and every kind of decision that I made, like once you especially get into like middle school and high school and you're really starting to think like, okay, what am I going to do with my life? Like I then set up or I majored in college in hospitality management, like all with this mindset that like one day, like I want to be open to being able to work down in Orlando, like any stepping stone to get myself closer to living where I want to live. So ultimately it was like that first trip, like it, that was then it. Like I knew then, I don't know what I'm going to do one day, but I know it's going to be something related to this magical place. And then that manifested in now as a content creator with my YouTube channel and everything, I found that outlet of like what I want to do being associated 
with yeah. the theme parks, which is really special. But my big magical moment of um, what really kind of, as I teased earlier, like my life-changing one was I, in order to move down here at first, because it was always a thing in my life that I was always wondering, like when I hit adulthood, like, okay, like when is going to be the moment? Um, I'm very close with my family, my friends back in Pennsylvania. So it was very hard to kind of like rip the bandaid off and be like, okay, I'm making this jump now. I'm moving a thousand miles away from everybody. I'm going to go like, I still love you. I promise. Please visit me. (laughs) Exactly. So it was always kind of like something that I was, it gave me a lot of excitement and I knew it was going to happen, but it was a matter of when, like when is going to be the moment. And after much, you know, debating in my own life and just kind of waiting for every, all the pieces to fall into place. I finally in um, late 2021, I went ahead and I um, submitted for one of the Disney internships. And that was actually the initial thing that was able to bring me down to Orlando, which was incredible to be able to kind of coordinate having a set move down date, guaranteeing that, you know, you have a job to get yourself down there and everything. So like that was um, a big thing. And it meant I got to work for Disney, you know, get to yes. be involved in the company that I've always wanted to see that backstage aspects of. Yes. Um, so I had applied. Look, can I say something really quick? <laughs> it's so you're, you're one, st- like, even though it's a small step, even though you're just working for the company as an intern, you're one step closer to owning Disney. <laughs> to owning Disney. World. Owning Disney. <laughs> you're one little baby step closer. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I might be sweeping the floor, but I'm. <laughs> but we're the getting ladder. there, right. yeah. And it, it was probably exciting too, leading up to it. Just the anticipation, like, hey, this is something I've been thinking about for years, and oh yeah. And then you're like, okay, like I think, I think there's like a saying or a quote that's something along the lines of like, a goal or a dream isn't something until you have like a goal in mind or, or something like that. Like, you know, you, you can just. The first- yeah. Yes. Something along those lines. I'll look it up. I'll probably edit it in you guys. Um, but that and you're just that one step closer. You were in the same state as the biggest Disney park in the world. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. Exactly. So then what happened? <laughs> so this was in 20, like late 2021 that I found out. It was actually uh, in September that I found out I got accepted into the Disney college program. Mm-hmm. And I had a trip planned to come down to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. That was like a big thing that I had had that planned already months in advance. Like right. I, this Before was you the applied. biggest thing that was, you know, happening in Disney history, it felt like was, you know, getting to celebrate this 50th anniversary. And then mm-hmm. it went on for 18 whole months. Right. <laughs> and everyone here in Orlando was like, okay, is this over yet? What are, what's, what's going on? I'd be like, oh, now we're doing the 100. Got it. Yeah, got just it. double it up and I'll keep yes. it rolling. <laughs> But, um, you know, at the time it was like, this is the biggest thing. Like everybody wanted to be there. That was a content creator to, you know, capture this moment that this dedication is going to happen and everything. And just to say, like for the rest of my life, I can say, I'll tell my grandkids one day I was on main street. The yep. When the park turned 50 years old, like that's just as a Disney fan, that's something that, you know, you love. So literally like two days before I was set to travel to Walt Disney World. Wait, it may have even been, I think the day I was like packing up to like travel, I got the email that I was accepted. So I found out, I I think I have a vlog of this on my channel. It was like travel day slash finding out I'm accepted into the DCP. It was something like that. 
and oh, um, two for one. Was- Exactly. Two for one. So that trip just became one of the most um, memorable in my mind in the sense that like I being on Disney property, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. I know this was a big thing for me and my family for years um, when we would come down on vacation. And then when you'd have to, the time comes that you have to go back home, you get that feeling of dread and just that, you know, they, as they call it, the post Disney depression sets in and that yes. like, you're just so sad to leave. And I remember that trip was the first time that I didn't have that feeling. And I had like this, I'm like, this is my life now. And I had a, a very distinct moment. This is my magical moment. Um, it was on Main Street, USA, getting ready to watch the new 50th fireworks, mm-hmm. which weren't as good as Happily Ever After, but you know. <laughs> Yo, I which think a lot been- of people would agree with you. <laughs> It's been rectified now, though, at the time we're recording this, and Happily Ever After is back, as it should be in the park. But um, You Are the Magic had some, or what was it called? Enchantment. Enchantment had some cool elements to it. But nonetheless, whatever fireworks show would have happened that night, it was that moment of being on Main Street, looking at the castle, just had this whole day of, like, I was finally where I wanted to be, and having this realization of... I'm going to live here. Like I'm going to be down the street from this and I could come whenever I want. And it just, I mean, tears welled up. It was just like a moment of like, this is what I've waited my entire life for, what I've prayed for, what I've wanted to have happen. And now it's, it's here. So that's what I will never forget. Oh my gosh. So in that moment, you know, you already knew a day or two before, but you probably, you know, focused on packing for the trip and the excitement of everything. And so that was a great way to celebrate that that announcement or that that finding out and then also I think probably it all just welling up you know fireworks if you're a big Disney fan fireworks are gonna hit you in the feels in some way or another (laughs) and I think that was so true like you were saying like the Disney post Disney depression of like oh when's my next trip like you know you don't necessarily always have a next trip planned and the fact that you're like I know when I'm coming back I will be back very shortly. Like, let me just get all my ducks in a row and that feeling just hitting you. And then the fireworks like that probably just solidified everything of like, this is real. This This is going to be my new home for however many months. So and then now you're still there. You're kicking butt on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Megan, thank you so much for telling us and sharing that beautiful, magical moment like Oh my gosh, like just hits you in the feels. I can I can picture and feel the feelings that you were feeling, 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 feeling um, when you were down there. And I gotta say thank you so much for sharing. But where can we follow all of your adventures again if you want to share with us again? Oh yes. So my YouTube channel is Magical Meg, youtube.com slash magical meg M-E-G. And then my Instagram is at Magical Meg Vlog over on Instagram and also on TikTok as well. <laughs> Awesome. And guys, like I said in the very beginning, she has incredible vlogs. They are not just talking about what you did. She actually shows you and talks about it in great detail. And you you do such a wonderful job with your videos. So I and I don't say that to everybody. I, I truly mean it when I say it. So great job. Keep up the great work. I can't wait to see your Gatorland video and when we go to Legoland. <laughs> I'm so excited for all of it. Oh yes. thank you so much. And I can't wait to see you in September in person. Yes, I cannot wait. That's gonna be amazing.